1: luxury real estate expert, coach, and trainer, Michael Lafido. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. Michael Lefito, Uh Welcome to our podcast here, Luxury Listing Specialist. You're in the right place if you're a team leader, you're an individual agent, you're a broker owner, and you're looking to work smarter, not harder, and increase your average sale price in 2023 and beyond. It's hard to believe we're already talking about goal setting for next year, but we have a long time. Uh, to, to finish the year strong don't give up on your goals yet got plenty of time left here we are only in September so let's get you know let's finish strong I always tell my kids finish right so we got over 25% left of the, the year so make sure you finish strong uh, today before I bring my guest on Kevin uh, just a couple housekeeping items if you guys have any questions shoot me an email michael at marketing michael at marketing group if you have a question for today's guest or for me or anything, please shoot me a note. Just a reminder, our next book is uh, due to come out in October, Secrets of Top Luxury Agents. have a couple spots left. If you're interested, go to Secrets of Top Luxury Agents. And we are excited to announce we just launched one-on-one coaching. We've coached a lot of agents over the years, but never had a formal one-on-one coaching. It's just been word of mouth. We just rolled out our formal one-on-one coaching if you are interested, go to LuxuryListingSpecialist.com forward slash consultation. Again, luxurylistingspecialscom forward slash consultation. All right, let's get right into things. Uh, we're going to be talking today about building communities and growing your real estate team. I have uh, my guest on, Kevin Kaufman. Thank you so much for joining us. Tell everybody a little bit about you and uh, how you are the expert with building communities and growing real estate teams
0: yeah, first of all, Michael, thank you for having me on. I appreciate it. Um, I uh, you know as you as you mentioned, my name's Kevin. I've got a business partner, Fred Weaver, and we've we've worked together now. So see, February was the sixteenth year, fifteenth year that we've been in business together. February two thousand and eight when we officially uh, started working together, I got licensed just about six months before that. So uh, in that time, so we started a real estate team called group forty six ten. In that time, we've sold about 3,000 homes, just a little over, maybe 3,500. Uh, we've scaled our team across different cities and states. We are mainly focused here in the Phoenix metro area, but we've been selling real estate in Denver, uh, Colorado since 2014, San Luis Obispo, California since 2017, and and uh, Nashville, uh, Tennessee as well since 2015. So we've got... Um, quite a bit of experience, lots of failures, as you could imagine. We also run a podcast called the next level agents podcast, where we talk about just had you on as a guest and talk about everything from selling more real estate to becoming a better entrepreneur and better person, uh, by just interviewing some of the best in the, uh, the industry. So that's a little bit about myself.
1: Success leaves clues as Tony Robbins says. So that's what you're doing with your podcast. Likewise here. How many episodes you guys have out Kevin?
0: Uh, you know, I've lost count. It's somewhere over four hundred at this point. Wow. nice first one I recorded would have been November of two thousand and eighteen. So come up on on five years.
1: Jeez, good for you. yeah, I've always uh,
0: really liked to talk to experts and sort of just ask them questions at uh, at length. And I feel like a podcast gives me an excuse to do that without it being too socially awkward.
1: No, I, I agree. I, I agree. It's um uh, I've really enjoyed sometimes uh, you've heard the term, uh, teacher learns best. Well, sometimes interviewer learns best too, right? And uh, hopefully we'll be leaving some cru- uh, clues today. So let's talk about building communities, building communities. Uh, what do you mean by that? And, and what are, you know, a couple tips that you have for agents, broker owners, team leaders about building communities, Kevin?
0: Yeah, I think um, so. First of all, I think some of the, some of the things I'll share, they can seem a little, maybe pie in the sky, but I, I wanna challenge the listener to think about how could I actually execute this? And I think the very first thing comes down to, first of all, what kind of community do I wanna build, right? How is that gonna serve my business? For most of us selling real estate, that looks like a real estate team, or it may look like, uh, for lack of a better word, our farm, or where we like to network, again, to use another generic word, sure. to, to generate business. Or it could look like, you know, you mentioned a coaching program. It could look like that as well. So I think, first of all, kind of step one is defining what is the community I'm trying to build? And then I think the next step that what we've got to ask ourselves is, well, who do I want to be a part of that community? Right? Are are these buyers and sellers? Are these other real estate professionals? Uh, Are they potentially paying clients? Things like that. And then Once you do those, by the way, I think most people never stop to think about those two things. They never stop to define what it is they're going after. They think it's kind of that ready, fire, aim. And don't get me wrong. I'm a ready, fire, aim guy. I really am. But if we never take the time to aim or think about what we're aiming at, it doesn't matter what we're hit. And we're probably never going to hit what we're actually going after. And so, I mean, some people will get there from sheer number of hours worked, but uh, I'm a person that believes in, I view my real estate business as a business. I work Monday through Friday. I work nine to kind of like a nine to five deal. I don't work weekends. I don't work evenings. A lot of people think you can't really do that. And that's, it's incorrect. I can, um, sold thousands of houses that way. Uh, so we've got to be really clear on what we're going after. And then when we're clear on who we want to be a part of our community, then it comes down to, how do I make them a part of my community? So When I think of like my buyers and sellers that, that, or my sphere of influence, if you will, I think of what are the different touch points I have for them? How am I staying in contact with them? How am I letting them know that they're, that they're on my mind? Um, How, or if it comes to, say, agents on my team, same thing, kind of the same questions. How do I let them know that I'm here for them? How do I provide value to them? How do I make a difference for them? And the same thing for other agents in my kind of my greater network very honestly all the same questions and they're just different touch points and I think part of this is it just takes time like if I wanted to figure out Michael as an example how to bring value to you then that requires me actually getting to know you and finding out what's important to you because value to you say and value to me are likely two different things and so I've got to, quite frankly I've got to take the time to do the research I've got to take the time to ask you the questions and learn more about you the truth is that's not super scalable, except that it is. It just takes long time. It's compound interest.
1: Yeah, you know, I think you're you hit the nail on the head. Uh, many times agents, they make assumptions or they don't take time to slow down a little bit and and ask those questions. You know, many times, Kevin, I'm telling agents you know, when you're going on a listing appointment, for example, many agents by default think all the care. All the sellers care about primarily is netting the most amount of money. Now, m- mind you, most do, but some are more motivated by by ease of, of sale or by time. They just want, right? That's why the ugly yellow signs, we buy ugly houses, the cash offers, right? The cash buyers. And, uh, and so many times because of, you know, whatever it is, some kind of life challenge you're going through right now that, they want ease of sale. They don't want to invest in, in painting and staging. They'd rather, they're would rather they okay leaving money on the table potentially if it's going to be less turbulence and less of a headache. So, But we, we make these assumptions. So if you go in there and talk about top dollar and your marketing plan and all this stuff, but you don't really get to know why they're selling it. And, and I'm, I'm a big one to 10 guy, one being not important, 10 being very important. You're asking these types of questions to them. Uh, but same thing for for what you just said right is 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 asking questions trying to figure out what's important to them uh, what's the, what what's their their motivation what's their ticker what's their interest what's their likes what are their dreams what keeps them awake at night you know you might not ask those questions that way but you know, around about getting to know them they might open up and share some of that
0: absolutely and i find most people are open it's a matter of how you ask the questions or do you even ask the questions and do you find a way to sort of do that naturally? Some people will, um, I will actually, I'm going to say this. I think it helps immensely to just be naturally curious or even if it's not natural to, be, to force yourself to be curious, to actually learn about the other person that you're talking to and find out something about their background, find out something about their future or things that they're, they're worried about because that's, that is how you start to actually understand people. And when you understand people, it's not hard to quote unquote, sell them something or um, build a relationship such that you can, you can benefit each other. It really, really isn't that hard. It just takes time. And I think we all want to be successful right now. We all want deals in the next 30 days. Don't get me wrong. I understand the need for that. And, at some point in our careers we've got to make decisions that pay off in the long term not just the short term
1: yeah we're talking building communities here with kevin kaufman you're exactly right one of the strategies i teach agents is is to build a network uh, whether it be going to a chamber of commerce and joining a chamber that services a high-end community right we're talking breaking in the luxury uh, selling high-end homes on our podcast and one of the ways that you as an agent can do that if you your town or your community doesn't have a lot of those upper price point homes is you might have to join a chamber of commerce 2030 i joined 45 minutes away in hinsdale illinois and i was involved and i i was involved not as so much in the actual community but in the community of business owners because they knew a lot of people in the community. If I brought value to them, it's called a win-win, you know, the reciprocity. And so building communities, naturally some good things happen. And uh, again, that's why we have Kevin on talking about building communities. Uh, the other thing that we were gonna talk a little bit about is is team building, Yeah, right? team building. You know, building a team, everybody defines team differently. Some people's splits are different with the team or who's the lead agent, who isn't the lead agent. Uh, how, do you, how do you scale up and how do you delegate? What do you take? What do you give up control? Many times team leaders don't want to give up the control and they micromanage. Talk to me about uh, what are you seeing and what are you hearing as far as growing real estate teams and, and, and what's working today and what isn't working today?
0: You know, I, I think kind of going back to what we said when we we're talking about communities, first of all, caring is all, always works. Caring about people always works. that That's a thats a recipe. That's part of the recipe for success, no matter what the market is like and, and no matter what business you're in, I believe. Um, but I, I think also, you kind of talked about some of the questions that pop up for people. I think those questions pop up because they're not clear on what it is they're trying to build or why they're trying to build a team. I see so many agents who think, or say, I've got to build a team, and they're just doing it because they think that's the next obvious step. The truth is, it's not for everybody, and it shouldn't be for everybody. Um, I did it because I made a decision a long time ago that I didn't want my income to depend on sitting, me sitting in someone's living room, convincing them to sign listing paperwork. That's why I did it. And, I, and then I decided the relationship, the, the activities that I wanted to be able to do with my business to make it grow. And then I made a plan from there. Right. So I think being really clear on what it is we're after is kind of step one. Uh, And then step two is great. Now that I know what I'm after, whether that's a certain income, a certain amount of free time, certain amount of leverage, things like that, then it's going, how do I optimize for that? Right. And there's only, you can only optimize for one thing. You can sort of optimize for other things, but they're always going to be in a different priority like a lower priority and so therefore you really can only optimize for one thing for me it's always been about time uh time first money second and so then once i've done that i go okay great the truth is building a team is just as hard if not harder than learning how to become an amazing real estate agent right so there's the skill of becoming an amazing salesperson slash real estate agent broker whatever you want to whatever term you want to use Then there is the skill of becoming a business owner and recruiter and leader. And the truth is those are both full-time jobs. You've got to find a way kind of like, you know, in your story, you found a way to become a, you were a full-time teacher and coach Mm -hmm. and you learned how to, how to become a full-time real estate business owner. And so we've got to then kind of step our way into that. For me, my path was, my mentor, one of a couple of my early mentors taught me that the realities is the way you get there is you recruit your way there. And so I, I I went on a talent hunt and truthfully for the last nine years, when it comes to my real estate sales business and the rest of my businesses for that matter, um, my number one function has been about recruiting and recruiting to me is about getting in front of people learning about them figuring out if there's a fit for us to work together whether they're administrative or sales doesn't matter but actually having a process to put people through and then going through that process over and over and over again and making adjustments along the way
1: so recruiting uh, you know that's one thing whether you're a team leader whether you're within a model of exp or keller williams or real or one of these companies or you're a broker owner right? I mean, this, th- those are the three components of recruiting. Broker owner, you know, a, an organization like the three I mentioned, or a, a team leader, you know, recruiting. A- and retention is, is key too, right? I mean, it's it's no different than trying to get listings. That's a form of recruiting. You're trying to, get, trying to get sellers. And when you lose a listing, it's tough to replenish it, right? So it's easier to get five to 10 listings and, and keep them Than the initial getting five to ten, right? So, uh, you know, what are you seeing out there as far as value adds to help stay organized? Because it is a different animal, and many people. And I'm finding the older I get, I'm not great at multitasking, as much as I think I am, right? And so, you know, I have a consulting business, I got a real estate business, you know, and, and and so keeping laser focused, scaling, delegating, staying organized. You know, th- those are th- those are some struggles that are real for a lot of agents that are listening. So wh- how do you maintain that? You know, in your podcast recently, you asked me about, you know, part-time agents. What advice do I have for them, uh, you know, about getting into luxury? Are they at a disadvantage or advantage? And I told you, it's at, 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 in one sense, a part-time agent is an, is at an advantage because they have a stream of income coming and in, takes the pressure off a little bit, and they can they can dabble a little bit part time until they have their own book of business um, versus baptism by fire and their full go into real estate and we know a lot of you know the churn rate people getting out of the business in the first couple of years is so high, so same concept. Um, tell me a little bit about you know value adds and and how can agents. Stay laser focused on bringing in income while growing a real estate team, office, brokerage, or organization.
0: So first step is you got to have the realities, you got to have the leads, you got to have the business to sustain it, right? To, to be able to go, hey, I can now go out and spend money. And the, the trap that most of us catch ourselves in, I believe, is we just, our income goes up and so does our lifestyle, you know, lifestyle creep, if you will that's obvious we don't need to talk about that a lot but that is i think what holds most people back the next thing that holds people back is their inability to let go and not be the one in total control of everything and so then you've got the you've got to actually want to let go and to let go of control but at a certain point you've got to if you're not if you're willing to not spend all the money so that way you can use it to go higher leverage then you've got to become a great recruiter you've got to be able to go out and recruit talent to your organization, somebody to take some of those things off your plate. So you can move from real estate agent to business owner. And for a while, there's a blend of the two. And I see so many people kind of, they dance back and forth and they never really commit to one side or the other. And there's, it's not that there's a right or wrong answer. There's just a right or wrong answer for each of us as individuals. Mm-hmm. And so we've got to commit all the way and then I think when you talk about someone, say, like yourself or or myself, who's, okay, we've we're kind of been down the road. I can't do everything. I don't want to do everything. It's, again, it's realizing what are the things that, for me, the question I, I ask myself is, what do I enjoy doing the most? And then what's my longest lever? Like, what's the thing that if I do gives me, with the amount of time I do have, gives me more of the results I want and less of the results I don't want? And then I've got to, If I, I've got to focus even more on that thing that I'm a, my unique ability, if you will, and I've got to trust other people to do the rest.
1: Oh, that's good. Well, let's kind of, you know, one of the things I like doing at the end, I call them action steps. I kind of wrapping up, you know, some of the key points, uh, Kevin, we talked about building communities and we talked about growing real estate teams or, or organizations or brokerages. You know, right now here we are in 2023. The grass is greener mentality is is prevalent out there in the industry world right now. We're seeing a lot of churn. They call they use the term churn. You see a lot of companies cutting back. I spoke at Remax's luxury forum in June in New Orleans. One of the the, the key guys that helps run, you know, Remax's uh, university he got let go along with others, you know, and you, you build relationships with people and it just tears you apart to see that, you know, people, they'll bounce back. I'm a big believer of door slams. If you're good at what you do, two will open, but you're seeing big companies cut, you know, cut back. You're seeing people's jump brokerages, you know, whether it be better splits or, you know, they, they think, you know, their database will be touched and all the hard work and blocking and tackling fundamental stuff that isn't fun. I'm the head coach of my son's eighth grade football team. And, you know, I know the kids don't like the days where we're working on fundamentals, the blocking, the tackle, the sled, right? That's the stuff they don't like doing, but it it pays off. So, you know, what are some of the action steps, the blocking, tackling, the sled, you know, type of things that you know, athletes don't like doing in this case agents don't like doing as far as building communities and growing real estate teams. I
0: think those things start with being really clear on where you want to be going, right? So n- number one, taking so many people I know who say they want something haven't actually slowed down to, to really talk to themselves about what it is exactly that they want. So knowing that I think it is that sort of step one of blocking and tackling. And then, you know, talk about the fundamentals it comes down to great well if that's really what i want it better be in my calendar like i need to have that show up in my in my calendar repeatedly otherwise it's not really what i want and then i'm doing everything but the if something is important to get to your quote unquote goal and it's not in your calendar that means you're not blocking and tackling and you cannot win football games without blocking and tackling right and so i think it's going hey am i doing the, the action steps every day whether that is uh, for 15 minutes a day, an hour a day or three hours a day, doesn't matter if I'm doing the things, whether, you know, to get me closer to my long-term goal. And if I'm not, then I just got to be honest with myself about what I'm doing. So I think taking a real, uh, real good look in the mirror and auditing my daily activities that, and my calendar to me, that's the
1: most basic, uh, activity that we, that we can audit. Uh, great advice. Uh, what, what does your, weekly calendar look like do you block off times on monday tuesday wednesday thursday friday for certain segments is it, do you have some recovery days where you're not working talk to me about your your weekly schedule
0: absolutely i've got um there's three recurring meetings i have a week that are in my calendar no matter what uh for one hour a week i've got certain uh c- certain uh podcast time slots set up as well that, that i used to record for my podcast and then I've got, uh, got some what I call thinking time into my podcast, into my, sorry, in my calendar every week, which is what it sounds like. No, no phones, no computers, just time to think about what's going on in life and business. And then I've got a uh, time, time block in my calendar Monday uh, through Friday for uh, what I call my, my three to thrive, my phone calls, my reach outs, the people that I'm talking to daily in my business and in my sphere. And those are the main things, and everything else after that, is just a second. It's just kind of lower priority. Other things get put on my calendar, whether or not they happen or not, that that depends on how the, how the week's going. But those are I know that those are the things that have to happen first.
1: Good, uh, that's great. I mean, there's there's various coaching programs programs out there. You know, uh, there, there was one that I went through years ago. And they talked about blocking off time for working on your business and in your business and, you know, time management, something that we can always get better at. So, uh, Kevin, I I, I appreciate it. Tell everybody where they can find your podcast.
0: Absolutely. Our name of our podcast is The Next Level Agents Podcast. You can find that anywhere. Apple and Spotify podcast players tend to be the most popular. uh, But you can find it on YouTube as well and uh, probably even find the video on Facebook as well.
1: Great. Hey. Kevin Kaufman, I appreciate what you're doing for the industry. Keep it up.
0: Thank you, Michael. I appreciate it. We'll talk to you soon.
1: Yeah, you're welcome. Thank you. You're listening to another episode of Luxury Listing Specials Podcast. I'm your host, Michael Lafito. Any questions, shoot me an email, michael at marketingluxurygroup.com. If you want more information on our designation, our coaching program, go to luxurylistingspecials.com. Make sure you subscribe us on YouTube. Go to YouTube and check out Luxury Listing Specials. And remember, it's not the market. It's the marketing. Until next time, I'm your host, Mike Lofito. Prove other drama. Take care.